Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be 
right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, artichokey. Ah, break it now. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't have my headphones right now because they are on church. But today, for movie Monday, 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 we are talking about turning red. Yep, that's right, the new one. Turning red is a 2022. American computer animated fantasy comedy film by Pixar Animation Studios, Walt Disney Studio Motion Pictures, set in Toronto, Ontario. In 2002, Turning Red follows Minli Mia Lee, a 13-year-old Chinese-Canadian student who, due to a heredity curse, transforms into a giant red panel when she expresses any strong emotion. Inspired by she's experience growing up in Toronto, the film begins development in 2018 after she pitched it to Pixar in October 2017. It is the first Pixar film solely directed by a woman and the second to feature an Asian lead character after Up. Special screening of Turning Red place in London at Everyman Young Yard on February 21st, 2022, and in Toronto at TIFF on March 8th, <laughs> my birthday. The film had its world premiere at the El Capital Theatre in Los Angeles on March 1st, and was released on Disney Plus streaming service on March 11th. In 2002. Okay, it's funny because this is like the, I was eight in 2002, so to me this is like perfect time period. And I'm like, finally a movie that was based when I was growing up. Because it hasn't been like a movie movie where like you see that, but I love that she had a hatch, not a hatch, well, eight. Oh, for Pete's sakes, what is the thing called? Oh, okay. Now I can't remember the name of it. But what was going- Oh, the- What is that little thing? Okay, see, I used to play with it and now I forgot. Oh well. Min Lee is a 13-year-old Chinese-Canadian girl living in Toronto. She helps take care of her family's temple, dedicated to their ancestors. Sun Yi works to make her strict, overprotective mother Min Ming proud. Mi hides her personal interests from Ming, such as the fact that she and her best friends 
Maria, Priya, and Abby are fans of boy band Fortown. Fortown. It reminds me of so many boy bands growing up. Backstreet Boys and CIA and oh, Insane. Um, Big Time Rush. There's mm, probably more. When Ming discovers me, my Minnelli crush on Devin, the local convenience store clerk, she confronts him and unintentionally embarrasses me in public, including in front of school bully Tyler, which leads Mia to have a vivid nightmare involving red pants. The next morning, Mia Min Lee is transformed into a large red panda. She hides from her parents and discovers that she only transforms when she is in a state of high emotion. Min Ming Ming initially believes me Min Lee is experiencing her first period but finds out the truth would you prefer embarrasses Min Lee at school causing Min Lee to transform and run home Ling Ming I'm so bad at names and Jin me 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 Min Okay, I'm bad at names. I'm calling her M. Further, father explains that son Yi was granted the transformation to protect her daughters, and every female family member since then has also transformed when they come of age. This has become inconvenient and dangerous in the modern age. So the red panda spirit must be sealed in a talisman by a ritual of the night of red moon. The next being is in a month's time. M's friends discover her transformation, but take a liking to it. And M finds that connection, contraction on them helps control the oh, the red panda with her. So her friends kind of keep her calm and make her feel better about being a red panda and she can control it. Ming allows M-E-I to resume her normal life but refuses to let Min M leave. Attend Fortown, upcoming concert. Instead, the girls secretly raise money for the tickets at school, exploiting the popularity of M. Lee's panda form while trying to while lying to Ming to cover the last ticket Midge agrees to attend Tyler's birthday party as the red panda at the party Melanie Min I'm so bad with names is upset to discover that the concert will be held on her ritual night. In the midst of her rage, she attacks Tyler when he insults her family, frightening other children. Mid, 
Ming. Billy Computer. <laughs> and the other room to the astral plane. Min Li, um, Li, rekindles with Ming and helps her. Wait, we totally got off track. Hang on. My computer is taking it. We okay. Ashamed of and afraid to stand to her mother. And Lise fails to come to her friend's defense. M's grandmother, Wu, and her aunts come to assist in the ritual to Midge's dismay. And M prepares herself. Jin finds videos she took of herself as the red panel of her friends and tells her she should not be ashamed of the side of her. During the ritual, as M red panda form is about to be sealed, she decides to keep her powers and abandon the ritual to attend the concert at the Sky Dome. Her friends forgive her for her actions at the party, and they discover Tyler is a four-town fan. However, during her escape from the temple, M in eventually damages her mother's talisman and an enraged Ming transforms into a K-A-I-J-U-sized Rapina and disrupts the concert, intending to take back M by force. M and Ming argue about M's independence and they fight. M accidentally knocks her mother unconscious. Wu and the other ants break their talisman to use the red panda forms to help try Ming into a new ritual circle. M's friends and four town join in singing to complete the ritual setting. Ming and M and other women to the astral ping. M rekindles with Ming and helps her mend her bond with Lu, who Ming accidentally scared in anger at some point years ago before sealing her panda red panda form. The other woman consoled their red panda in new talismans, but M decides to keep hers, and Ming accepts that she is finding her own path. Later, as the Lee family raises money to repair the damages caused to the Sky Dome, M and Ming's relationship has improved as M balances her temper temple duties where her red panda is now an attraction with spending time of friends now including Tyler. Okay. Ten facts about Pixar's train ride. On March eleventh, twenty twenty two, the world was introduced to Min Lee, a sweet, goofy, and slightly conflicted thirteen year old girl who is the start of the movie Turning Red. The film is a hilarious, heartfelt collaboration of joys and pains of growing up, the wonder of girl power, and the struggle to embrace your authentic self. If you haven't seen the movie yet, don't worry. We won't be sharing any spoilers. I already did that. I already shared a lot of spoilers. Making History. The film was directed by the Seriously, my computer keeps keep hitting a button. By Dong Shan, who previously worked on films like Inside Out, Incredible 2, and Toy Story 4. 
She also wrote and directed the Academy Award-winning animated short B.A.O. She holds the distinction of being the first woman to direct a Pixar short and the first woman to win an Oscar for Best Animated Short Film. With Turning Right, she made history again as the first woman to solo direct a Pixar movie. Um, after a screening of the movie, she appeared with the company's VP, Lindsay Collins, production designer, Ryan Lu, Luai, and visual effects supervisor. That looks familiar. Near the beginning of Turning Red, be sure to keep an eye out for a BAO restaurant that uses the same font as the screen in Shushi's award-winning short film. Don't worry, we're going to look at Easter eggs next. Why a panda? Ooh, that's a good question. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. I love pandas. I want to know. If you've seen the trailer for the film, you know that it involves the main character turning into a red panda whenever she's overcome by strong emotions. But that lends to some, to one fundamental question. Why that animal in particular? She explains red pandas are very attached to their mothers. They sleep all day, they eat bamboo, but they're not supposed to eat bamboo. Like, bamboo doesn't give them enough nutrients, so I kind of imagine it's like a lazy teenager just eating chips and sleeping all day. The reasoning didn't stop there. But she also stated, they're native to China, and then also it's like red and white, like Chinese, but also like the colors of the Canadian flag too. So it felt like the perfect animal to tell the story about this Chinese-Canadian teenager girl. She, I'm quoting, drawing from real life. At least one scene in the movie was drawn directly from She's own experience. In the film, the character of Meli. M-E-L-L. Nope, M-E-I-L-I. And is at school when her friends notice a woman dressed in sunglasses hiding behind a tree and spying into the classroom. It turns out to be her mother leaving her mortified in front of all of the other kids. In a short clip, where members of the cast describe their most embarrassing memories. She describes having the exact experience when starting out in middle school. It's not the only inspiration she took from real life. She is a Chinese-Canadian who grew up in Toronto. She used those memories 
to inform the story and based many of the characterism of Nia's mother on her own. Okay, so I'm going to say my most embarrassing moment is a period story. If you want to hear a period story, let me know. It is embarrassing. It is probably one of the most embarrassing things that could happen. And it was mortifying. And I think most women's most embarrassing stories have something to do with that. It might happen at school. So it's like a double whammy. It wasn't even just at home. It was pretty bad. So if you want to hear about that, let me know. Because it was so embarrassing. Take a trip to Prosecco. Okay, I have no idea. Oh. Last year, Pixar released Luca, an animated film set in the fictional Italy village of Prosecco. The movie tells the story of two young sea monsters who ventured on dry land in question of a visa and freedom. Vesa? I have no idea. I haven't seen this movie. I might watch it soon. To Vidi and Beyond. In the same spirit, Turning Red gives a hope nod to the upcoming release of the film Lightyear. I love Buzz Lightyear. I used to watch Buzz Lightyear on store from that. The cartoon. Oh, I'm really old. Like, not just in Toy Story, but they had a cartoon based on Buzz Lightyear. And it was, I will review it. I'll probably talk about it. Maybe this week. It is so crazy. Um, the character came to be seen carrying a skateboard, which has several stickers on it. One is a pair of wings. Okay. Let's go to the 40. Interesting. Okay. Turning right has some pretty perfect details hidden throughout. Here's, so here are 41 spotted. I'll watch first Mia Min Mins. I have no idea how to say her name. M Flute Case has a sticker that reads This Girl Loves Math. And the first piece of homework we see M work on in the movie is her algebra homework. She gets an A plus on that math homework too. I am terrible with math. Okay, so let's see. Uh, which has several stickers on it. One is a pair of wings that look similar to Space Ranger logo, and the other is an, an image of Socks, the robot cat that is Buzz Lightyear's friend in the film. <laughs> the robot cat. Okay, that's funny. Because he had another robot buddy, and I forget its name, but I'm going to totally watch it. Two. When we first meet Pyra? Pyra. P-R-I-Y. She is reading Nightfall by Robert Moore, which is a reference to Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. Also, if you zoom in, you can see one of the reviews on the back of the book reads Spellbinding. You won't be able to put it down. Author's grandmother. It is so funny because that was like the go-to book when you were a teenager. <laughs> in that time period, Pedro. Hydra. I'm so bad with names. An M handshake that they do when they see each other in the hallway is representative of Will and Jazz. Memorable handshake from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay, four. Behind Mel's math teacher 
you can spot a poster for the 1980s Winter Games. At the 1980s Winter Games, the young U.S. men's ice hockey team fabulously defeat the Soviet Union team in what would become known as the Miracle on Ice. Also on the shelf behind M's map teacher, you can see a Carlton the Bear stuffed animal. Carlton is the mascot for Trenton Maple Leafs hockey team. Things I didn't know. I would not have picked up on that because I'm from the United States and that is one thing we don't typically see that often. On the bottom of Nature's Skateboard, you can see two stickers that reference Pixar's next film, Lightyear. Yes, okay, they do this all the time where they put nods into the next film in their previous film, which is so funny and so cool. You can spot the cat robot, cat robot socks that Buzz gets as well as the Blue Star Command logo. This keeps with the Pixar tradition of hiding Easter eggs for the film, directly following the one watching it. I'm totally going to watch Buzz Lightyear when it comes out. I want to compare it to all the other Buzz Lightyear stuff that I know about him. When Ed jumps off the trolley bus, yeah, there's a trolley. Super weird. I don't typically see trolleys where I live, so it's kind of weird and kind of cool. I'm like, ooh, a trolley? There's a trolley bus here? You can see a restaurant called B-A-O. What? Okie dokie, artichoke. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and Keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Let's continue. I love the fact that she jumps off the trolley. We don't have that many here. I think there's only one I've heard of, and it might have been San Francisco back in the day, but I could be wrong. I actually never been to San Francisco. Turning Red director Dami Sheen nobly wrote and directed the 28 Pixar shirt BAO which was also set in Toronto and followed a Chinese-Canadian mom who was shocked when one of her bascos comes to- Oh! I've seen that. I couldn't remember if I've seen it. I thought it was adorable, sweet, confusing. I loved it. In front of the restaurant is the same as the font used for the title of the short film. And later at home, Jin, Ming, and M are notably making BAO, aka Steam Buns, which is another nod to Dumb Short Pixar 
short. Oh, okay. On M's desk, you can see a cute keychain version of Pearl from the 2018 Pixar short film Pearl, hanging next to M's. Tamagotchi. That's what it's called. Tamagotchi. I'm so bad at remembering things. And I also remember this guy. A little ball of yarn. The Tamagotchi. Her mom gets the Tamagotchi. And at the end, the Tamagotchi's the mom's dragon, so she has to take care of it. But the mom, a dragon. Red Panda. I'm so tired. My dog has been sick and I've been up all night long. Almost all night. My point is, the mom's red panda, which is ginormous compared to other, and we're going to figure out why in a few minutes, is giant compared to all the others and more aggressive. On a shelf behind Emma's bed, you can spot a tiny frog figure early in the movie. Maria has the same one in her locker at school. It looks like that little nod to like, I don't know. On the notebook Emma's trying to hide from her mom, you can see a brown rabbit, which is a nod to the Pixar short bearer from 2020, which featured a young rabbit trying to build the burr of her dreams. One of Mel's sketches of Debbie includes him as a merman. It says mermaid, but it's merman. And later in the movie, M also read various Rob for poor Tennis the mermaid and it causes her to turn into a red panda. The mermaid design is also a reference of Luca, an Albra sea monster. I also think it's a little reference to the little mermaid too, but I could be wrong. But it makes sense to nod to like Pixar. Ming arranges M's porridge breakfast to look like a smiley face which is similar to a moment from Milan when Moosh arranges Milan's breakfast the same way. It's funny because you don't even notice this. But yeah, it really does. That is so hilarious. Also, when Ming makes breakfast for Em, <coughs> you could spot a Tim Torts, Tim Bites classic Canadian donut bowls on the table. I was reading about this for um, stuff from another country. Are they as good as they look? They look delicious. I can't eat them, but they look good. Allergies. When Ed notices she's a red panda for the first time in the bathroom mirror, it's similar to the memorable scene from Team Wolf in 1985 when Scott sees himself as a wolf for the first time in the bathroom. Both scenes feature Scott and M trying to stop the parents from seeing them. When, M dry, when Ming drives M to school, you can see that the school has a sign that reads Canada Indigenous People History Month. Also, the school is named after Lester B. Person, who was the Prime Minister of Canada in the 1960s. He is known for launching progress like universal health care the Canadian, Canada Student Loan Program, and Casey Grove oversaw the creation of the iconic maple leaf flag. That's what they're saying. I'm not from Canada. I couldn't tell you. I only know what I read. M. Murray Hydra and Abby C. Carter Murphy in the hallway of school, and M. stops 
staring. You can see that he's wearing a shirt that says E-S-C-A-P-U-L. This is an auto punk rock band that was briefly featured in Coco during the Battle of the Bands. Oh, okay. I was wondering why it sounded familiar, but I can't say the name. After entrance into a pin at school for the first time. And runs into the bathroom. You can see that the girl, Stacy, who comes out of the stall is wearing an insulin pump. This was an, this was included after the movie's technical supervisor, Suzanne Fong, 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 F O N G, who has lived with type one diabetes since she was four years old, asked to include characters with diabetes in the film. That is amazing. As Rapina M is running through Toronto, you can see that. Whenever she's startled or scared, she puts her hands in the air. This is based on something real red pandas do when they are frightened. If you look closely at M scares two people, you can spot some traditional Dio Oh, Dio dos los Merchus decorations, which are seen in Coco hanging outside a store. Day of the Dead. Jin informs M that the next red moon will be the 25th, and that's when she can banish the red panda. Turning Red is Pixar's 25th animated feature film, with the first being Toy Story from 1995. There is a darkness to the red panda, M. You only have one chance to banish it, and you cannot fail. Otherwise, you will never be free. Let's see, the next red moon will be the 25th. When Adam goes back to her room and all of her stuff has been taken out, you can spot claws and paw marks on the walls from her earlier red panna and meltdown. In a later scene, you can see more claws and paw marks on the floor. When Maria, Abby, and Pyra, Pyra, I'm not sure. First discovery that M's a red panda, Abby reaction is similarly a nod to the iconic fluffy line from Just Don't Fool Me. You're so fluffy! It's so fluffy, I wanna go die! <laughs> You're so fluffy. When M gives her presentation about why she should be allowed to go see Borton in concert, you can see she's wearing Ming's signature blazer from the movie. I'm also obsessed with how M is relating Borton to classic musicians like Mozart. During the game of dodgeball, M's math slash gym teacher tells the students to be water, which is likely a nod to the famous Bruce Lee quote about water. Everyone's eyes on the ball, guys. Be water, be water. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in the tea, it becomes the teapot. Now water can boil and it can crash. Be water, my friend. That's one of the quotes. One of the bathroom stall doors, you can see a Nemo uh, from Finding Nemo Studio right next to Abby's head. Well, that is so funny. I didn't even notice some of these. Throughout the movie, Tyler wears a purple 
jersey with the number 15 on it. It's likely a nod to Vince Carter, who plays for the Toronto Rep Raptors from 1998 to 2004 and wore 15. You could spot several iconic Toronto landmarks throughout turning red. One of the most biggest is CN Tower, which is beautifully featured when Red, Hannah, and Abby, and all the others celebrate getting enough money for four town tickets while on Tyler's Reef. If you look closely at Tyler's party, you can spot the iconic Luco Ball, which made its first appearance in Toy Story and has appeared in several other Pixar films. Oh, the ball with the star on it. That's the ball they're talking about. Fort Town Concert in Toronto is being held at Skydome, which is now called Rogers Centre. The venue was called Skydome until 2005. Ah, they really did the reference. Also at the end of the movie, a blue jay lands on a fence near the destroyed Skydome, which is a nod to the Toronto Blue Jays baseball team, whose home stadium is the Rogers Centre. When Adam's family sports the furs, Fours in the sky for the four town concert. Her grandmother mentions how it's the worst number. In Chinese numberology, four is considered an unlucky number because of the way it's pronounced. When you're announcing four and deaf, they're only different in tone. You'll notice that Ming, Wu, and M's ants all wear green, and it's very noticeable at the beginning of M's ritual. The color theory green is direct across her mud, which makes them complimentary. Even though they banished the red pandas, aka the color red, it's still com com complimentary to them. Okay. When Emma's running to four-tone concert, you can see her zoom past the iconic Pizza Planet truck, which first appeared in Toy Story, has been hidden in every Pixar movie since. That is funny because I think it has been in every Pixar movie. The animation style for Turning Red is heavily influenced by anime. I had a feeling like Sailor Moon, which is what it says. Okay, I want to know what K-A-I-J-U is a Japanese word referring to monster and creature for ancient Japanese legends. Early appeared in the Chinese classic of Monsters and Seas. Okay. That explains what that means. There's so many different things. We have... Wait, no! Okay. It's heavily influenced by anime. When M embraces her red panda powers and leaps into the air, it's similar to Sailor Moon and other animated characters. I knew it. It looked familiar. Okay, we're on 38. The outfits Four Town wears at their concert are similar to the outfits the Baxter Boys wore in I Want It That Way music video from 1999. I knew it. I thought it looked familiar. That is hilarious. At the beginning of Four Town concert, you can see Devin in the crowd taking a picture of the band with a disposable camera. That is totally what we had to do back then. <laughs> When Jin is quickly drawing a chalk circle around Ming and M in their red pin forms, you can see the chalker feature A 
113, which is a nod to the Carl Arts Animation Classroom, where many Pixar Inmates studio. And, and finally, the Poor Tom tickets that are featured in the Turning Red closing feature, 113, as a seat number, 113 is hidden throughout Pixar and Disney movies, has even appeared in Marvel movies and shows like WandaVision 2. Okay, so I think that is the end of that. I hope you all enjoyed this fun little um, movie Monday. Can I get along? I hope you all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.